Lime, duh. Uh, 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 wah, 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 wah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's almost Calmania, baby. Hello. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Woo. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect the wrestling to an unhealthy degree. Oh, I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling and a stand-up special about professional wrestling. You can watch right now at adultwrestlingfan.com. Damn, Black, a.k.a. Donsky, Black Amora, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling. Donnie Wrestling, <laughs> a.k.a. Don Strowman, the Patreon Don, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from the time I went to Italy. Shuts your home! A.k.a. the modern day goof Raja. WWE Champion, Jinder Mayhem. Coming at you like Cleopatra, baby, baby, gabba, gabba, we, gabba, gabba, we, gabba, 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 we, oh yeah, listen, this girl, she's mine, and holy motherfucking shit, she's fine, what up, jabroniacs, we are back in action. Being prepared for a night she'll never forget. <laughs> for your satisfaction, ooh la la, with all of our spicy, spicy, muy caliente wrestling reaction. Hey, coming at you right now. AJ Styles on the nines. We got the weather on the tents, and who knows what will happen under the lights? I might kill myself. All right. <laughs> Wow. You can tell it's mania. Hold on. Let me just get it. Let me get a sip of the cold brew. Mmm. Delicious. Hey, remember, guys, you can get your opinions on this show. You leave us a voicemail at 316. 530-2429-316. 530-2429. Blow my mind. Gabba we. Gabba gabba we. All right. <laughs> Remember, we got a Patreon, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling, getting access to our bonus content. We got tons of bonus episodes on there. We got an episode with Nicole Byer. We got an episode with Colt Cabana. We got a bonus episode coming out this week with Sarah Claspo, where we are discussing WrestleMania 25. Uh, and, uh, Keeping it nice and loose. I think some of our best work is on those Patreon episodes. We have a lot of fun on there. Most important announcement. I mean, you know what it's going to be. If you don't know by now, then you're not in the know, my friend. Cow Mania is happening. New York City, Saturday, April 6th at the Improv Asylum, featuring special guests Dolph Ziggler, special guest Skyler Aston. Ever heard of them? Uh, you have. Okay, if you haven't, then you're in the Jabron zone. Get your tickets right now. You can get them at tiny.cc slash cowmania or go to the Improv Asylum uh, uh, New York City website calendar. You can buy them on there. Uh, 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 and uh, uh, Or you can check out our social medias at cowpodcast on Twitter and Instagram or at damnblackattack, my Twitter and Instagram. The show is going to be a great time. I will be wrestling for the cow heavyweight title against the current... Jabroni of a champion, Adam 
Letterman. Um, listen, if you're in New York City, tell your friends about the show. Bring friends to the show. They will have fun. Even if they're not wrestling marks, the fun we're going to be having is going to be infectious. Uh, get your tickets right now. They're more at the door, and uh, they're selling pretty fast. So don't miss out. Um, uh and uh, yeah, come out to the show. It's a great way to uh, 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 make some new jabroniacs. Have a good time. Anyway, we will be going to that show at 4 p.m. Uh, I'm gonna be ha- we'll be hanging out after the show too. Going to a bar. Um, I'll probably name where we're gonna go after the show uh, on here, but it'll be somewhere close to the theater. Uh, or if you're going to ROH, the show is steps, literally five blocks from MSG. It couldn't be uh, closer. Now our Calmania exclusive limited edition merchandise designed by the infamous, the greatest, and uh, uh, I'm honored to have as a jabroniac, a listener of this podcast, Lauren Moran designed it. You can check out my Instagram at DanBlackAttack or check out the Facebook page, Comedian Wrestling Facebook page. Those t-shirts are, the design is spoiled. Uh, 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 it is a fight. It is a, a uh, main event shirt in a, paying uh, homage to the great WrestleMania three match between Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan. And uh, you can check it out. And it has the COW logo on the sleeve, Bullet Club style. I think it is our dopest shirt to date. And we will not be printing these again. So there will be every single size from size to triple XL will be available at Cal Mania. Okay. Now, also, as a bonus to patrons of all levels and all tiers, those are on sale right now for patrons. I'll mail these out right after uh, the Wednesday after Calbania. I'll be mailing them. Uh, and uh, they're already selling. So uh, 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 don't sit on them. These won't be printed again. Uh, there's a very limited amount of them. So cool. All right. You just DM me, message me uh, 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 on Facebook or get in touch with us. Okay, sweet. Anyway. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to this podcast. I want to tell you this in Nosh, and the engineer Nosh, the the man who believes he is the Canadian dream, but is my Canadian nightmare. <laughs> Nosh, the producer Nosh. I've noticed, I've been telling people to rate and subscribe to this podcast. I look on Apple Podcasts, we've less than last week. Apple's yeah. deleting our reviews. Because I've been like, why are these not going up? The only time that happens is when Apple thinks that a fraudulent review has been posted. So I don't know what to tell you. They're going down, but they're not. There's not fraudulent. I don't know. Maybe our listeners have weird names, like you know, one. Are some of you bots? Are any yeah. of you bots? Maybe now we look, have bots. people. Um, uh, so Adam Letterman, the current cow champion, his paralegal, like I announced on the podcast last week, is be, is on his way here to the studio uh, for me to sign the contract. He's been working with my attorney, Ted Kozak, um, and um, we this match will be made official. We've agreed to all the terms of the, of the match, and that'll be made p- official during the podcast today. Now, um, uh, I'm excited to just get that. Official. I'm like, I'm a cross your T, dot your eyes kind of guy. Mm -hmm. Now, listen, a voice is missing here on the podcast. Um, So Alex Newman is not currently in studio. And to be frank, I don't know where he is. Uh, He, uh, uh, I think you're making a bigger deal. He's probably just late. He's probably stopped. We got a pack of smokes. He's not, he's not answering my texts. He's not answering our group texts. He's not answering the chain. So Alex Newman, he, uh, how about it? He's not answering that. And then, uh, look, I can't help but draw to the parallels of what happened last week. I know. Come on, man. He's trying, he's just getting smoked. No. He fell asleep. He gets stoned all the time. No. But, okay. But he's never. He's okay. All right. Yeah. He listen. 
He's not. He's an off the grid kind of a guy. Yeah, exactly. So look, I'm not gonna get it. But listen, last week um, on the podcast, Jason Shabiro, my best friend, producer of Calmania, uh, one of our best guests, the greatest, uh, some great hot takes on here. You know, love him or hate him, he was on the show dropping some fire takes about Kofi Mania, and the call got cut out. And now we know after seeing on the Facebook page on Instagram. Uh, you can see the video, the vile video on my Instagram at Dan Black Attack. We know that he was assaulted on the phone by Cow Champion Adam Letterman. And uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it, I want to play this on here. I shouldn't, but I think you should hear it just to know the uh, the the level of sadism that I'm dealing with here. Okay, so here, let's go get him. You got him. You got him. You got him. I got him. Get him. Yeah. Yeah. Here, hold this. Hold this. You wanted to fight, Dan Black. You got to fight. You know, you celebrated when I said yes. All happy. You didn't realize I was coming for you. You're running around Hollywood with a fanny pack on, fake training, lifting weights. You know what I'm doing? I'm beating asses, okay? You never hit a person. You hit a bag. I hit people. This is what I do. On April 6th, the Cal Mania at the Improv Asylum, this face will be waiting for you. These will be waiting for you. I'll see you April 6th. Now look, Adam Letterman, we always we know you're listening. We know that you're a crazed fan, okay? You're a patron of this podcast. And uh, I know what you want. You want to get in my head. You want to beat up my best friend. And you want me to come on here and uh, give into your games, give into my anger, and be off my game, frankly. But I'm not going to do it, okay? You cannot get in my head, okay? I don't care if Newman's not here. Newman's fine. Shebs, he's fine. I'm in the zone right now. As a matter of fact, my wife, she asked me the other day, she goes, Dan, where are you? Like, where are you right now? And I was like, I'm here. I'm here, but I'm focused. Okay? I know what's at stake here. Shebs will be fine. Newman will be fine. These guys are survivors. And regardless, these guys could be dead in a ditch somewhere. They wouldn't want me to not reclaim the cow title. And I would want the same from them if the roles were reversed. He's not going to get me off the game. And I'm not succumbing to Letterman's mind game. This isn't the courtroom of Hoboken, New Jersey. No, no, no. This is the cow nation. And the cow nation stays focused. The cow nation stays ready. My training continues. I haven't missed a day at the gym. My eating is completely on point. And I'll be ready for you April 6th. And you will not be interrupting this podcast anymore. I'm going to sign these documents when your paralegal gets here. And then we'll just leave it at April 6th. And get back to podcasting already. And I'm sorry to the new listeners who have to deal with this level of malarkey. The cow title will come home on April 6th. And that's it. So let's do this podcast without Newman. What do you say, Nosh? Yes, buddy. I'm glad to hear you're thinking straight. Let's do this podcast. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, all right. Interesting in this week in professional wrestling. I was watching Raw, and as I was watching Raw, and they started announcing all the new matches, I was kind of like feeling like, uh, I, I kind of had the vibe of like, I don't care about a lot of this WrestleMania. I'm not trying to be negative, but I was like... They're announcing all these new matches, and I'm like, there's a lot of matches I care zero about. 
And I and and it's hard to feel like I'm now accepting that, you know. I'm I'm just not sure why this has to happen. Like WWE has all the resources in the world to just book these matches way further out and make the stories make more sense, right? Like considering they also it's not like they whittle the card down to like five matches. No, like they have like 15 matches on the card and even if something's on the pre-show, why can't it have like a story leading up to it? So who cares where it ends up going? Even if they cut a match, what's the big deal if they give it more story? Like the Joe Rey Mysterio thing, they're clearly just setting up that like, oh, at maybe Joe will beat up Rey Mysterio's son at the show. But I wish that they had more beef going into it. And like give him like five weeks build. Four weeks build. But by now it's kinda like they get very little amount of time. It's just time and it's just like these are the matches. So a lot of these matches, I'm not sure I don't know why they build them sooner. Now, that's kind of like a semi negative take in a very, very big cool week in a lot of ways. Because I really care about the, on the flip side, I care about the big matches in this WrestleMania more than recent memory. Um, the women's match, the Seth Rollins match, Triple H versus Batista, AJ Orton, Brian Kofi, uh, and uh, uh, Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston are all matches that I care a lot about that I'm very excited to watch. Now, if we compare that to, um, the card of like last year, AJ Shinsuke, those are, I put in the category of matches that I psych myself up for, you know, look, we all have that where we go. Oh, uh, you know, you, you say to yourself like, yeah, that's going to be a cool match or you care about it because like AJ Shinsuke was cool because it was like, these are the, they had this match in new Japan a couple years before that. And now it's happening at WrestleMania for the WWE championship. That's iconic. That's unbelievable. So you're like, that is big time. But then when it came down to it, it was like, I'm not into this build at all. I'm not a major Shinsuke mark. I never really was. Uh, and then the heel turn was what got the pop and the match wasn't as great as, everyone expected it to be. It was a good match, but especially, you know, look, I was there. I was in like row 15 or something. The energy was not there. So this match, th these matches, I'm not, I'm excited for all these matches just for real. Uh, obviously the women's match. I'm a big Seth Rollins mark. Seth Rollins versus the Lesnar and uh, slay the beast match. Uh, uh, like I'm into the whole Slay the Beast thing. And I think it's cool. The The beauty of Brock Lesnar is that Brock Lesnar is an example of WWE kind of nailing long-term storytelling. We've established that Brock Lesnar is basically unbeatable. You have, we have a, a, a plethora of undersized guys who have a lot of talent and a lot of crowd uh, 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 fare. And those guys are not able to take this to Slay the Beast. And Rollins is maybe the top guy of the little guys, which is how they've been booking it. They've been booking it well. So, you know, is it the best thing ever? No, Lesnar's not really around. He hasn't been around. Rollins won the Royal Rumble January 28th, and WrestleMania is April 7th. So they've touched each other. They got hands on each other a couple times. So this is just how it goes with Lesnar. But there's a built-in story there where I care a lot about it, and it's not Reigns. It's Rollins, the guy who, go back, listen to this podcast, Rollins is the guy to me. Well, I've been saying it forever, like, Rollins is the guy, not <clears throat> not Reigns, you know? So, we're getting it, and he is getting, he's more over than Reigns ever was, and uh, it's great. I care a lot about that. Triple H versus Batista, um, 
Yeah, I mean that's a that's just a perfect kind of legends match. It reminds me of when I saw Sting Triple H at WrestleMania 31. That was really fun, and I think they'll find a way to make this match uh, fun, which they've already announced that it's going to be. I think what no holds barred or. Who knows? No holds barred, uh, three doors down, whatever the stipulations of these matches are. Honestly, when they start saying uh, last man standing, no holds barred, I, I, I forget what those matches are stipulation-wise till the match starts. In my mind, they're all hardcore rules or uh, no DQ, you know, uh, a street fight. They're all kind of the same thing to me until I watch and they go, oh, yeah, that's how that one's different. They're like, okay, this one is not a – this one is not a – uh, one fall. Uh, um, well, they are one fall. I mean, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. God damn it. Get off my back. I'll put you in the jabron zone, bro. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I care a lot about those matches. So the big matches I care more about. Like last year, uh, the two big matches for the title. I didn't care that much about AJ Shinsuke. And AJ is like a guy I... Um, AJ Orton is a match I'm more pumped for than AJ Shinsuke. Uh, but uh, Lesnar versus Reigns, didn't care about that at all. So you have the two men's heavyweight title matches I didn't care about. Um, cool. So then you have uh, the women's match. This women's match I care more about than either of the women's matches from last year. Let's go back to 33. Uh, 33 main event was, well, the main event was Reigns versus uh, Undertaker. So that, but that's not for a title. I'm just talking about title matches right now. Um, uh, 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 taker matches in their own category. I care a lot about all taker matches. But uh, let's say that that t- title matches from 33 Goldberg Lesnar. That I cared about. I'm a huge Goldberg mark. I thought that was really cool. I'm, I I like Goldberg. But yeah, still like, you know. It, it, there's always less of excitement when it's like, oh, they bring in a legend. It's more of just a uh, a stunt match, like stunt cast or whatever. So whatever. And then the other title for the who had the who had the WrestleMania 33, who had the WWE Championship. Wow, I am blanking. Couldn't have been AJ. No, wasn't Daniel Bryan. Wasn't wrestling then. Rickman Reigns. Ambr- no, Ambrose is the IC title. Wow. Who is it? We got to look it up. WrestleMania 33. Oh, <laughs> Bray Wyatt. Obviously, I forgot about Bray Wyatt. Well, by the way, Bray Wyatt on... on uh, uh, yeah, Bray Wyatt, you forgot about Bray Wyatt. Uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, I love Bray Wyatt. By the way, while we're talking about Bray Wyatt, a little tangent here. Bray Wyatt, uh, it was Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton for that match, but people hated that match. By the way, I love everything about Randy Orton, I, about Bray Wyatt. I love the projections from WrestleMania 33, though I'll be honest, I was there and didn't watch it on screen, so I don't know what it led like. I should rewatch it. Um... Uh, well, actually, what I did was I watched it drunk after WrestleMania 33. Me and Arlen were wasted. We go back and we do this every year. We <laughs> we sleep in the same bed because we share a hotel room. And then we open up the iPad and we'll rewatch WrestleMania that we were just at. Uh, a couple maniacs. But uh, yeah, Bray Wyatt. Love Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt revealed his new haircut. Uh, 
and he's an expecting father again, and uh, he's shaved the side, kind of Strowman style. I think that looks cool. But Bray, I like the projections. I like House of Horror. I think WWE has these big budgets. They could do all this cool stuff. I'm into it. I, I, I like that stuff. But that match was pretty uh, forgettable, and I wasn't that excited for that match, mainly because of Orton. Um, at the time, I wasn't feeling that version of Orton. I think that was face Orton. Right? Yeah, Bray Wyatt was the... But then he burned down... None of that made sense. Bray Wyatt is the most, almost professional wrestler of all time. He's like Donnie almost. Um, like, the the guy is almost the best wrestler. He's almost the he's almost legend status. The work he's done is such a he's pulling off the supernatural in a way that only really the Undertaker's ever pulled off and he gets so close and then he doesn't make it doesn't make enough sense. He doesn't connect it. Anyway, yeah, and then 32 Triple H versus Roman Reigns and didn't care about it at all. And who is the Universal Champion there? It wasn't Brock Lesnar, the Universal Champion at the Oh, did we not even have a Universal Championship then? Let's check it out. I got the page open. I don't think we had the Universal title there. So it was just one title. That's when they unified the title. Yeah. So, uh Yeah. So anyway, Point being is that I'm ex these big matches, these big five matches, I'm really, really excited for. And because of my low expectations on some of these other matches, uh, it reminds me of going into WrestleMania 31, which when we showed up to Levi Stadium, it is never, never. This is what I don't. When people, this is an attitude I never really dig. I bump into people and they're like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm not really into that. I'm, I don't think I'm going to watch." Don't ever sleep on WWE if you're a professional wrestling fan when they're doing a fucking billion dollar high produced television show. Watch it. Uh, we walked into WrestleMania 31 like not excited at all. We walked and it was by far the best WrestleMania I have been to, and this will be my fifth in a row this year. Uh, and so, uh, uh, even like yeah, this Sting uh, Triple H match uh, that was so, that was a blast. We had such a fun time there. So. Don't sleep on it, but these big matches I care a lot about. So anyway, um, let's get into the biggest stories of the week. What do you say? Um, let's uh, let's hear cash in quick. Have we heard from Newman? Uh, nothing yet, but don't don't worry about it, buddy. Just right, some right. cash. Yeah. How about it, Count Nation? What up? This is Dominic Rodriguez. Yo, I'm calling from Denver, Colorado. Just in the spice zone, thinking about WrestleMania and Calmania. Um, the, the match I'm most excited about for WrestleMania is actually Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. Although it's probably going to play the pre-show, I am personally invested in what role, if any, Dominic plays into the match or storylines moving forward in the future. Also wanted to chime in and say I... Hope Letterman wins at Calmania just because I'm enjoying the story so much and want to see it roll into maybe SummerSlam. Um, that's about it, y'all. Cheers up. Hey, cheers up. Um, you know what? I'm glad, I'm glad you're finding it uh, entertaining and seeing it as a quote-unquote story. I, uh, I'm, I'm dropping friends, so it's, it's fun, you know, it's... Anyway, whatever. Thanks for cashing in. So anyway, let's get into um, 
Let's get into the big stories of the week. And uh, no, since Newman's not here, I think you'll think this is pretty cool. The women have been announced that they are main eventing WrestleMania. The women's match. Many, you know, not a surprise. It felt like this was going to happen. And you know what? Triple H nailed it in his promo this week when he said that it was not given to the women. And I tried to tell this to my wife. I tried to say to her, I go, you know, my wife, you know, she's a, a self-described feminist, you know. Um, and and uh, I was like, Jamie, I, I know you're not a wrestling mark. You know, I know you're not being into wrestling. But, like, the women are main eventing WrestleMania. And, like, it, it they completely earned it. And hmm. I can't even believe. Listen, this is, I don't know if this is shitty to say, but like, I mean, I can't, I'm, women's wrestling is so great right now. It is so great. The, the women talent, they, they dominate the show and it's just shocking where, how far women's wrestling has come, especially because of all the damage WWE did to the concept of a diva. Uh, 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 I was watching WrestleMania 25 today and even then the commentators are just objectifying them constantly. It's just Jerry Lawler. Just the, like Ugh. not even they're fighting and he's not Pop, even selling it. It's, puppies is puppies. the dumbest thing I think I've ever heard. He's just the whole it's, time. Like, oh, I can watch this forever. You know, oh, and you're like he's God, not even like so like treating them bad. like they're fighting. And it's, so let me get guess. Yeah. Did Triple H say they didn't? They weren't given it. They earned it. They earned it. They took it basically because they, they were earned so, it. And yeah. it's it is true. Like mm-hmm. they earned it. It is so. It is and it's an incredible accomplishment and only. Uh, uh, this is an easy thing for someone to hear today. Yeah, it, it's you think it's so incredible that women like did it. It's like wow, like you really underestimate women. You're like no, no, no. wrestling people, wrestling marks, mm-hmm. wrestling watchers know what I mean. That yeah. this is a tremendous deal, and to get this kind of attention and really just outshine the guys, outshine like Brock Lesnar, the big yeah. talent, where to the point where they, the re- that WWE feels confident giving them the go on that. It's amazing. Yeah, this isn't the real world. This is in the context of wrestling, like a very masculine like. Even yeah. the audience is right. like masculine. How many feminists are in a in a wrestling audience yeah, any given about, night? You know, it's it's crazy. Now here's something else fucking amazing is Joan Jett has announced that she uh, Joan Jett is <laughs> Joan Jett is announced she cut a promo. No, Joan, it's been announced Joan Jett is going to play in Ronda Rousey. She's going to play Bad Reputation to play it. That is fucking amazing. Live. Live. Oh wow. Joan Jett will be there is playing she still it live. Kicking? She's still she's still kicking, jetting around. Uh, and that, I, I mean, unbelievable. I'm so excited for this, and I can't wait to be there and watch it. Now, let's talk about women's wrestling. And let's talk about Raw and SmackDown this week. Uh, wow. So, so much to get to. Ronda Rousey, let's, let's before we get into the Charlotte stuff, I want to say something. And I, I, so, I am such a big Ronda Rousey mark. I know... She's controversial, and I'm not necessarily into all of the writing they've given her, and I'm not necessarily into all of her performance. I admit, I openly admit she's not a great actor. She's actually pretty terrible, actually. Uh, 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 but I want to say that I am more into Ronda Rousey than I am into Becky, and I... I I'm, I guess I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know if that offends people or whatever, but I, I really feel that... I really feel that when I'm watching Ronda, I'm really like, I love what this is. It's it's what I like. She is a fucking badass, and it's real. She is the Brock Lesnar of women. 
And it's so believable and cool and realistic and authentic. And she taps into that, like almost Daniel Bryan thing for me, where it's like, I, I just buy, I buy into it to the point that it doesn't matter. I let, I let go some of the acting and this and that, especially because her character is like, I'm not a wrestler. I've I feel like I'm repeat myself all the time on this point, but I just don't understand how people are not into it. Now I know what Rhonda is. She is the Brock Lesnar of women. She is a, she will, she is a, a fighter who can, in real life, beat all of them up. And she's super, super athletic. And she's got a chip on her shoulder about the business, uh, 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 which we'll get into. But, right, we know what Ronda is. She's, she's Ronda Rousey. She's a star. She's constantly, when she comes out, I look at her, I'm like, look at this specimen. Like, like she is a, a, a fucking beast. Now, Becky... Look, I, I, I'm a Becky fan. Her moment, I think nothing I'm saying in the past, I'm not contradicting myself at all. Becky is solidified as Becky because of that moment. In wrestling, sometimes it takes one moment, you're locked in. Even for better or for worse, it's like you're there because of that. Like Roman Reigns, you know, uh, uh, you, know you can't take away that he's main evented WrestleManias. You can't take away how over Becky was. You know what I mean? So... Uh, uh, um, I, I think that the thing is this is that with, with Rhonda with Becky it's a little bit all over the map now a lot of it has to be with booking a lot of it is the booking she won the Royal Rumble a little it was too early it went in January and now they didn't know what to do with it they made her drop the knee injury uh, not even have her wear a knee brace it's like why doesn't she come out with a knee brace you know uh, like just Stone Cold wore the knee brace, and also the path for what she was was so clear. It was Stone Cold. She's rolling up in a truck. She uh, uh, is she's Becky is who she is. But like now she's wearing like her clothing. It like feels like it switches week to week in a way that's not like consistent. She wears like kind of the Kill Bill like tracksuit, and like this week she wore. I was like, what is this outfit? It's like black with yellow stripes down the side. Uh, somebody said it's like Jean Grey kind of a thing. I guess like the Phoenix or whatever, but that doesn't fit the what we had. You know, what we had going was the Stone Cold thing, and then what we had going was that she was, um, uh, she had that chip on her shoulder. She was angry. They keep giving everybody else opportunities. And look, Ronda Rousey and Charlotte, they're handed stuff. She has to take the hard road. She came from nothing. She came from Ireland. And she, she you know, she they didn't even have training schools there. If you hear her backstory, she had to like go to, uh, 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 you know, she had to go to England, I believe, to like, to go there. There was one school and, uh, she had to really like chase the dream. She, you know, and she was angry. She turned heel and she had that badass vibe, that Stone Cold vibe. Instead, they turned her so sterile to me. And I, I look, let's talk about one moment on 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 uh, uh, on um, SmackDown. The, she was uh, doing a backstage interview and they're like, "Hey, what's up, uh, Becky?" And then she's like, uh, "She's like, uh, you know, just out here changing the game." And I was like, "What?" The what is that line? What are you talking? She, what are you changing the game? Like, I, I, I just, I don't even know. It, you know, it's small, but it was like, it was cocky and arrogant and it's not angry. The Becky that we liked, the Becky that we all were like, yeah, she said this. I love myself. She told Edge, don't let the, don't, don't hurt your neck coming out of there. It's like, no one could get through to her. She was completely bullheaded and she was 
No, and she didn't have any allegiances. It was like, uh, uh, it was like uh, Stone Cold. Stone Cold was a, uh, the lone wolf, not Baron Corbin, uh, right? But he he had his own thing. She was the you know the Irish rattlesnake, and it was it, it was uh it was really working. And then I said it. Go back, listen. I said it at. When I was at the Staples Center, watched the Charlotte Tiger, uh-oh. And I think that what we did here, and this is where it comes down to the booking, and I don't necessarily blame Becky, but what we did here is we changed everything. It was like Becky didn't need to change. She would still be the baby face if she was acting like an asshole and beating people up. Almost none of it would change except that she would be angrier. We needed her to be angrier and uh, 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 and. She didn't change, and neither did Ronda, really. They all kind of needed to just stay the course, right? You have Charlotte, who's like the the pedigree, right? She is the rest, like the classic wrestling talent. She's got all the tools. She's the Roman Reigns. She's kind of the John Cena of, of it. Whether you like her or hate her, she's got more talent than everyone else. It's kind of like, yeah, she's the guy. She has that thing where it's like when Ro- people look at Roman Reigns and they just hard have a hard time being like, Saying he's not, you know, they have a hard time even saying like, eh, no, no, he's not the guy. Because like, when you look at him, you go like, oh, I see why he's the guy. Look at this guy. You see him in a suit on the Today Show, Arlen Show, the Today Show test. And you're like, oh, yeah, he's Today Show worthy. That, that's what Charlotte is over Becky. And even over Ronda Rousey because people know her for something else. Ronda's a whole different thing. She's an outside star. You know, she has a, 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 a she's not a, re- a wrestling pedigree. So you have that. She's that. And then you have Ronda Rousey, who's the celebrity, right? Who's the star? She comes in, but she's also, like, really good. She's an animal. She's a beast, right? Uh, And then you have Becky, who is angry about that. So why did she lose uh, being angry? She's just like, I'm good now. It's just she's kind of generic good. That's how I feel about it. It's very frustrating. She changes the outfit. She doesn't play her game. We always talk about improv logic here. It's like, with her, I don't, and this is some of it's writing, a lot of it. Even, you know, a lot of it is. But, she lost the edge. She lost her edge. She would never say, I love myself. She would never do that and that's, I don't think would take away from her likability. It's that she's kind of a uh, uh, a badass. So Charlotte and Rhonda have stolen her heel heat. They And forget about heel face. Forget about that. Because that, that's kind of like all kind of out the window here because we had uh, because of how muddled the story has been. But she's lost her edge. There's really not much about her. Like now Rhonda is way more badass than Becky. So we're all kind of cheering for Becky out of like nostalgia for three months ago. So anyway, I would love to hear your takes on it because I find myself really struggling with it. And I think a lot of the writing is not doing her any favors. I think that the whole story they had, it was there. It was all there. She had her knee hurt. Then play it like when Austin was going after management, like, and then they, you know, and they did some of it, but it was so far out. So you could argue the timing was it, but anyway, so that's my point is that I, I just, I'm just being honest with myself that Rhonda, I see Rhonda, I'm like, this is amazing. And I'm starting to think, I started in my head being like, oh, I'd love to see Rhonda Charlotte. My brain starts going there because I'm loving both of them. 
You know? So, anyway, look. Let's talk about SmackDown. Let's see. Do I got any cash-ins about... Do I got any cash-ins about... Okay. Hey. Uh, no, I don't have anything. Guys, you surprised me what you cash-in about. Uh... <laughs> Charlotte is now the SmackDown Women's Champion. Now, look, I just want to say something. I don't think it matters if this was WWE's ultimate plan. They were going to have an Oscar match. They just scrapped it. They're like, let's throw the title. That doesn't matter. I got worked here in the way that I love professional wrestling. Celebrate professional wrestling. Beautiful. 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 Let me tell you, this is beautiful. Uh... I gotta tell you, you are one weird dude. Okay, I'm getting judged by the soundboard. This is unbelievable. No, but Oscar uh, uh, came in. And they, uh, uh, I last week they announced that one of these four contenders it was going to be uh, whatever you know the list. It was a list of wrestlers who are not ready to have title shots at WrestleMania. Mandy Rose was kind of the front runner of the batch. Maybe Naomi, uh, and I forget I even forget who the other wrestlers were. I was like, oh man this is like destined for pre-show uh, and it's for the women's title. It's like this is, they have not built Oscar up. Now that's WWE's fault. They have it. This Oscar run has been taken complete backseat but <sighs> this week they came out Becky starts calling out truth the truth. She cuts in the promo. She's out here changing the game. Really didn't like that line. Uh, I don't know why. I really, it really, it's just, I'm frustrated. And she said, oh, well, Charlotte's just been added to this match, you know? And it felt like she got under Charlotte's skin. And then she comes out and she's like, oh, you know, I'm in this match. Boom. And then she wins the women's title from Asuka. And it's like, wow, now she's in this match. She's the champion. All the championship belts are in this main event match. I was like the whole time, this is so dumb. They got this Oscar match. That match, it didn't even matter. I got worked. I did not see this coming at all. That's the beauty of professional wrestling. Sports could never pull this off. Okay. Uh, I really like this because now Charlotte is has, you know, a reason to be main event. She's like, I'm also the champion. Also, it's kind of like, oh, here's my pull. I kind of like this, like sub, this like unspoken story that like Charlotte is the chosen one in like a non-Reigns way. I mean, she's like the heel, but like WWE clearly is like she. We, we all know like she. Yeah, hey, they wanted her over Becky, and they're doing everything they can to show you that. So I, 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 I dig it. The I, I think it's cool. The question is, do we unify these titles? There, I think there's two things they're going for here. Either, um, and uh, I was talking to my buddy Phil DelCostello, I can never say his last name, uh, uh, and he was like, brought it's, up a great point to me. Is that Del it's, Costello? It's, it's Phil Elvis Costello. Oh, it's Phil Elvis Costello. He brought up a great point. He was like, oh, here's why they did it. They did it so Charlotte has the title, Becky will win, and then Bailey and Sasha have the women's title, and then the four horsewomen all have a title going into that angle. I'm like, wow. Uh, imagine they did a match for all four titles. I don't know how that would work at all, but you have a pay-per-view all built on those matches, which could be uh, really cool. They'd be like, hey, you take her, you take her. But the problem is that this... Well, no. Yeah, that's, it works perfect. It works perfectly. I, they'd have to sell it. It'd have to, it'd have to work, but you could go... 
Ronda, you know, then you spin off into the Ronda Becky match, and then you got Charlotte, Shayna Baszler, and then the other four for the tag title. Very. It's very cool. The math is good. The math is good. Will I actually care about it when it happens? We will see. It's more about the, the, it looks good. It smells good. But will it be good? I don't know. (laughs) Hey, I don't know. No, so I don't uh, (laughs) Your solo podcasting personalities slowly slipping into psychosis. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, but so, uh, yeah, so anyway. I, I, or they'll unify the women's title, which is where I would rather go because I'd like to have one women's champion because I think the division is not deep enough, and I'd like to see all those great, great women competing for one title. You saw what happened to that second title here. Now, I'm not saying that this needed to happen because the U.S. title was getting some TV time. You know, uh, uh, IC titles getting TV time, so I don't know why the women's championship wouldn't get TV time. A lot of these tag titles are getting TV time. But bottom line is there are too many titles in WWE. So, uh, you know, you can't defend them all on the show. And also, I'm fine with if Asuka just didn't, you know, it's, it's hard because Asuka, she's so great. But I'm fine with not every title gets at WrestleMania. It's a meritocracy. We've talked about this a million times. The question is, who wins this match at WrestleMania? And uh, hopefully we'll have Newman back next week so I can get his opinion on this. But who wins this match? Gun to the head. Who wins this match? Becky, Charlotte, or Ronda Rousey? And I think Becky wins this match. Especially it's main eventing. Everyone will go home pumped about it. It feels like the way to crown Becky. It, I, I can't see how... They uh, really avoid this. And to be honest, it's kind of a spoiler alert. I've been thinking about this a lot, and I'll get into my logic. I think all three of these matches, we're going to see title changes. I think Kofi wins the belt. I think Seth Rollins wins the belt. And I think Becky wins the belt. I think they just don them all. And it's just a real feel-good pay-per-view. Just the, the, the momentum, it feels good. And they'll just space those matches out properly, and it's going to feel great. It's going to be like, wow, everybody won. We're all smiling. And then also Vince will go home and be like, you see, you'll, you might if you didn't like it, he'll be like, see, I told you you didn't want all you didn't want all the happiness. But I, you know that's what I think is going to happen right now. So yeah, the women, uh, uh, I love Charlotte having that title. I think it's really fun. I wish it happened sooner, and I wish Charlotte was like, I, I've wiped out this whole division. I beat Oscar last year. I want in the other match. That would have been a cool way to go from the start. Uh, but uh, they had a lot of weeks to fill, and there's a lot of logistics. They had. Everybody on different shows. So, you know, this is what we got. And at this point, I am I am pumped for it. But I am not as pumped for Becky. I wish I wish I was more excited for Becky. I got to be honest. I'm really loving Charlotte's work. Charlotte is just fantastic. She looks great. She wrestles great. You get her. It's great. And Ronda Rousey is really doing it for me. Uh... Becky, to be honest, just we, her and I have style differences. We always have. I never like the goggles. Her merch is terrible. Uh, her, her mer- I mean, like the, they all have goggles on it. I really don't get it. All, our jabroniac, Lauren Moran, made the best Becky merch. Uh, it's not even official. And so, I, 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 the stuff she wears, I, I like the outfit she's been wearing to the ring, but it's just the whole package is always a little off for me. But let's hear what you guys say. Anyway, let's get a cash in. Hey, Josh here from the UK. 
just wanted to give a quick little shout out to Communities Wrestling Podcast and more importantly the Facebook group. I've been on other Facebook groups uh, today about uh, women headlining WrestleMania and like some of the comments are absolutely disgusting. Uh, like just some of the shocky swampy comments that are coming out. And it's so good to have like a Facebook group where you can actually speak to like-minded people who aren't like absolute morons. Uh, so uh, just wanted to give a big uh, shout out to the team. Keep doing what you're doing. And good luck, Dan Black at Calmania. Wish I could be there. Cheers up. Cheers up. The original cheers upper. Dude. He said it in an American accent. He dropped his accent oh, for the I cheers up. Yeah. I think he said the word shucky. 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 People are being shucky. I thought he said swampy. Oh, maybe he's shucky. I don't know. Doug, anyway, listen, man, thanks so much. Uh, uh, look, if you listen to this podcast and you're not on the Comedians Wrestling Facebook page, you're really missing out. Our Facebook page is one of the best communities, if not the best community for professional wrestling out there. I, like I always say, I'm in a couple other groups that I think I was auto-added to when I had my stand-up <laughs> joke go viral. I don't know. Or I just was clicking everything and then like, you know, but... Uh, um, yeah, our group, it's a small elite, the elite, E-E, elite uh, group of non-swampy people. Really, really, it's very rare when people really go too far. We disagree, we give our opinions, we are passionate about professional wrestling, but this is not a group where anybody is saying the women shouldn't main event, because it's so obvious that they should and if we you know so and look people get the boot from the group for acting like jerks so uh thank you so much i'm really really proud of the cow community and uh you know what we're creating here and it's uh really part of why and thanks for wishing me good luck at Calmania because we're trying to shed really the facebook group and this podcast of the swamp and adam letterman is the swamp so uh um anywhere from newman Nothing yet. Nothing yet. All right. It's all right. That's don't weird. Don't, it, it's a little weird. It's not insane. Okay. But He'll, like, I'll give me to call him. I've just, I've just been texting. You him. haven't called him. I've just been texting him, but you know, I don't think all it's right. on high alert here. Yeah. He's never missed the podcast before. Yeah. Well then, you know, everybody gets a sick day. All right. I'll call him. I'll call him. All right. Anyway. Um, all right, so let's move on from the women uh, into Kofi Mania. It is official, baby, baby. No, 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 no. Not you, Seth. We're not talking about you yet. Somehow, you are third billing here, okay? Uh, and that's kind of exciting. Kofi Kingston will be wrestling for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania against Daniel Bryan. Um, look, this was, look, this SmackDown episode was fire. Okay. They took whatever arena they were in. They, okay. The whole thing was a, to the system. Oh, look at this. Sarah Claspel in studio. Oh, Thank God you're here because Alex Newman is just didn't show today. Oh, really? Where is he? I have no idea. He's have you seen him though? You've been, you were teaching, right? Yeah. You didn't see him upstairs? No. Walking around? No. He wasn't. I assumed he was here. He he was supposed to be here. Dan's having a bit of a freak out. Well, I, th- I'm I think he probably. So, so, be wait, honest, so I'm Dan has worried. been talking. Uh, it's just been the two of you for, um, I assume, hours? Uh, listen, I'm fine with that. I've so many wrestling takes. Pretty much. I mean, the amount of times normally <laughs> I'm just I'm just really monologuing at Newman. Yeah. 
But, uh, yeah. uh, you know, we had a couple things planned for today. I'm, I'm a little... Uh, anyway, whatever. Because last week, I don't know if you saw, but Adam Letterman, he attacked uh, Jason Jabril, my I, best friend. Um, I'm somehow invested in um, this yeah. uh, the, the Comedians of Wrestling podcast and the world now. Because yeah. I did see that. I you saw, saw? Mm-hmm. said on your Instagram. I said on the Facebook group. Yeah, it's an assault, and and uh, yeah. yeah, and so now Newman's well, not here. Because first I saw you saying like, "Where's Shebs? Has anyone heard from Shebs?" And I was like, "What's going on?" Um, yeah, and now I'm invested. Yeah, yeah. but look, we're, I'm not going to let uh, this bother me. We're going to keep not going to mess with the integrity of the show. Actually, let's no. we'll just cut this out of it. But all right, uh, so uh, back to what I'm talking about. So uh, I'm talking about Kofi Hankston. Okay, I love Kofi. Yeah, you like Kofi Hankston? He's great. Have you watched any of the stuff he's doing recently? Um, or you just saw him on WrestleMania 25? I saw him on <laughs> WrestleMania 25. And I also saw him on, um, what was that last thing that you made me watch? Um, what I make you watch? I didn't make you do anything. <laughs> this is unbelievable. You're right, you're right. Okay, no, what was the, Fast Lane. Shame. Shame. Uh, <laughs> uh, I chose to watch uh, Fast. Yeah, you saw him wrestle. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think he's fun. Daniel Bryan. Wait, who did he wrestle? No, Fast Lane, he... What did he, what did he do at Fastlane? He got kicked out of the match at Fastlane, right? Yes. And then, uh, oh no, he they, he wrestled uh, the bar on, by himself, right? Didn't he wrestle two guys? Yeah, he wrestled two <laughs> in a handicap match, and they beat him up. Yeah, two like um, uh, big redheaded. <laughs> yeah, white the dudes. bar. <laughs> yeah, the bar beat him up. The well, bar. The bar, yeah, it's uh, sure. yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. It's, it's <laughs> I'll try to not old. interrupt this podcast about my not knowledge. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so I'm gonna get really into the uh, uh, the nuance here, and then if you uh, if you have something to to ask, go for it. Great. Okay. Um. So, on this week, uh, amazing thing happened. Kofi Mania is running wild. Kofi Kingston will be wrestling for the WWE Championship. At WrestleMania, like I said. And so they went with this angle where Vince McMahon came out. We knew it was going to happen. But we talked about last week having the, like, everybody quit angle. And all on Facebook and on, on the social mids. Uh, the the New Day were putting out all these videos with Big E. They were like, hey, we're thinking we're going to quit. They were talking about quitting. They came out at the top of SmackDown. We're like, we're going to quit. And I was like, this is awesome. Let's have the, 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 the locker room stand in solidarity, right? And then they went with this thing where Vince came out. And it was a little bit like... Hey, uh, you know what? I'll give you one more thing. Kofi, your chances are done, but if these guys do it, you can do it. And look, that that is... I, I, I like the I quit angle better, but that's because I end up going from a place of like, I, it's uh, we, what we always talk about on here. It's like, sometimes I think of wrestling not as a wrestling show. I think of it as just a show that I would script, and I'm like, I quit would be better. But they went with... They're thinking, oh, well, we have to do matches in front of an arena, so why not have this tag gauntlet match? And it was extremely exciting, and you're like, this is a great way to have a great hour of television. So, yes, it's wrestling. It was fun. It was great. I loved it. And it, uh, my only, uh, uh, and the way it was booked was so fun. The Usos forfeit, the ultimate babyface move. I love that. Uh, I also got, like, kind of swerved on the concept of forfeiting in wrestling. I've never seen someone be like, I forfeit. Uh, I can't think of an example. Normally I was like, oh, he's going to lay down. I was like, no, we, we just forfeit. Like, no, nah, man, we forfeit. I was like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. I haven't forfeited since I played like Little League. I would be like, we forfeit. Like, just because like, we're but like. But usually like, it's because you're like, don't have enough people there yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd be like, oh, or, the, or like, it would be like, your team technically forfeits because uh, like, Alex didn't show up. He's the goalie. It's we can't the, play without a goalie. It's the weirdest power move. 
to forfeit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like we're gonna forfeit. Or like I, we had kids. Like when I grew up, would be we'd forfeit because like parents would be like, "All right, you know what? They forfeit. We have to go." Do you know what I mean? Like the parents would forfeit for the I'm kids. I'm tired. I gotta take my kids home. We yeah. forfeit. Whatever you you forfeit. It's like you find we forfeit. Okay, or they would do it way to like this, like as a way to like take out stakes. It'd just be like, so whatever, just forfeit. It's a game. It doesn't matter. And then start mm-hmm. a new one. Forfeit and start a new one. <laughs> So the term forfeit like felt very juvenile to me, uh, uh-huh. and it, especially in the very serious world of professional wrestling, I don't need any juvenile activity happening. Okay, I don't need three grown men <laughs> dressed as unicorns <laughs> 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 with <laughs> elf curly toe shoes on to be for- acting like children. I don't like it. No, but I thought that was really cool. Um, the only thing I would say is I wasn't that hot on Vince McMahon's performance, but like another thing that doesn't really matter. He's Vince McMahon. He really can do no wrong because authenticity, just like Ronda can do no wrong for me. It's like Vince can really do no wrong for me when he's playing Vince because he really is the boss. He really does make these calls. So if he comes out there and says something, it really is just, it is gospel. Like it is the word from the God of the universe of WWE. So who am I to say I didn't like that, you know? But I would have liked a line that was kind of close to like, look, the the fans love you. I love that. I want to book you as the champions. But like, I'm just not sold on you guys, you know, for my big event. I would have liked that a little bit. Uh, and I also would have liked if he was like bad when they won or if he was like, you know what? I, I underestimated you. But instead, he's going with the full bad guy. But the, my only problem with that is that and the B plus angle is that does he really like Daniel Bryan? We don't know what the relationship is Vince and Daniel Bryan. Like Daniel Bryan put through the title you saw yeah. in the trash. Yeah, he threw it in the trash. I mean, it was so funny. Yeah, I laughed and laughed and laughed. Um, but Vince has no problem. I'm saying in the storyline, his problem was with Kofi, the New Day guys, yeah. who sell him a shit ton of merch. <laughs> they they backed themselves into a little bit of a corner here. But it's like uh, uh, he sell they sell him a ton of merch. They they make him so much money. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan is like uh, he has an eco friendly title. Uh-huh. You know, he doesn't sell. He doesn't wear merch. He doesn't sell merch. I He's mean, like five foot six. My only thought. I mean, and this is me yeah. being. Like yeah, uh, yeah. a woke woman who's like, why Uh-oh. would we? Do I have a sound drop for that for a woke woman? <laughs> you should have known better, dude. No, 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 I got one. I love myself. <laughs> okay, that's a little cynical. That comes off a little What's, nasty. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. is there like an Aaron Brockovich theme you know, song we could play? Yeah. It's you, not untrue. I do love myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I said nasty. But it feels weird. What a nasty woman. Oh, One of the God. craziest lines of all nasty. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nasty. Um, it's it's <laughs> weird to be like, okay, Kofi has... Uh, Huge fan base, um, yeah. uh, merch, uh, yeah. whatever, whatever is so great. Is is different, is wild, yeah. is cool. But to instead side with these old white dudes for right. who knows what reason? It's. I mean, uh, it doesn't matter. I, I I I don't know, and I'm sure that it's not a racist right. reason, but it is like. Could we not look at this from the outside and look at the optics of this and well, be like, I, I, uh, you yeah, guys. yeah, totally. The thing is that, like, in wrestling canon, Daniel Bryan's like a made man. He wrestled, he, he, he main evented WrestleMania 30. He is just like a star. You have to see Oh, I'm not it. saying I don't like him. I think no, he's no, no, no. But when great the, uh, and hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's, he is great and hilarious. But I'm saying, but it is this thing where you're like, I really, at one point, 
uh, Daniel Bryan this week was like at the top of the ramp and he kept like peppering in his uh, his like opinions just being like yeah see these guys suck don't give them a shot like to Vince and then it's one of those things where like you know you're like in class and you keep going back to school guys close your eyes we're back at school here we are um, and here you are you're forfeiting and <laughs> I forfeit kickball and uh, uh, see Cosmo comes in and then I'm bouncing my ideas somewhere it feels good Newman he didn't show up and I don't know why I'm getting mad at Newman because it might be He's, you know, whatever. He's fine. Yeah. I mean, He's Lederman is on the East Coast. What? Are you worried about like about like him getting? No, I mean, just, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just listen. Also, did you like that verb that uh, getting shibbed? Yeah, I did like that. <laughs> it's like shanked, but yeah, shibbed. yeah, you're getting shibbed. It's, it's funny. We can laugh about that. We can laugh That's about kind it, of but the I'm, disgusting uh, I'm improv concerned. people. The cynical improv of us. Shebs we can just laugh man. at even the harsh stuff. Yeah. It's like, hey, you see Shabs, you got 9 11. Oh, <laughs> you know God. what I mean? It's like, uh, you're like, Sarah, wow. You're like, I'm I a comic. My I words didn't... don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said it. You said it. You, you heard it here. You, you heard it, it here. Second. It. Hey, coming at you. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> oh, you're back at school. Okay. Right? You're back at school. Okay. okay. And uh, I don't remember where I was going with this. Why was I talking about school? <laughs> uh, we were talking about well, Danny O'Brien. Danny O'Brien. Okay. And oh, oh, you know, oh, here's what it is. You're back at school. Okay, you're back. It's go- get back into school. Close your eyes. Touch yourself. No, don't touch yourself. You're back at school. What was your school like? You get what was your school? The way that my school was, it was you know. Listen, my school okay. doesn't exist anymore for legal reasons. But listen, okay, no, no, no. You're back at school, and you know when like there's a kid in school, it's being like. It's like say, like you did something wrong, yeah. and then they say to the teacher like he cheated, he did this, he like oh my god, and like he did that, he did, and, he, and he like threw his boogers on yeah. that, and he did that, and He's then the, the teacher goes like annoying. the teacher's like turns it around on you, yeah, and they're like and you are telling on him, like mm-hmm. you've. Betrayed the trust. I mean, like I was expecting that Vince turn. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you're like, oh, I think I'm the hero. The, the Vince turn was uh, 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 like uh, uh, I wanted him to just be like, and Daniel Ryan, you know, you're also a B plus player. Don't think I forgot <laughs> about when I called you a B plus five years ago. I'm not happy about you being in this main event anyway. As a matter of fact, I don't need a five eight guy wrestling the fucking. I got two B pluses here as my champions. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 you know what I mean? I'm putting you in a match tonight. If you win, I'm putting you in a title shot match tonight with, and then it should be like John Cena or somebody who he wants to like, <laughs> like Roman Reigns and they would boo so bad. Yeah, like, I, I mean, Vince, Vince McMahon needs to like, he needs to take back the, his like power. His, uh, his, yeah. I, he's the, he's the owner of the damn business. So that's kind of like my thing is that it's, you, you hit on the thing, like it, 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 that my big complaint, I said it when the McMahons came back when ratings were down in December, I was like, we, I don't want like half-assed McMahon. I feel like we're getting like w- one toe in the pond. Uh, let's say one leg in the pond. Okay, go to the pond. We're back at school at the pond. No, no, no. don't what go to the pond. Don't go to the pond. I, I got to take people places. This is a visual <laughs> podcast. Okay, this is actually. Sure. But by the way, this is a good time to announce this. This podcast will be slowly uh, transitioning into a meditation app. <laughs> <laughs> so Can, I would pay a hundred dollars. Uh, a month I don't yeah. know uh, for, to <laughs> just 100 
it just just one hundred yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. in perpetuity forever for yeah, you yeah, yeah. to do my uh, meditation app because it would. The I tell you what, I'm getting no app? sleep. The damn black meditation. All right, listen. Here's the deal. Yo, what's up? It's uh, okay, everybody. <laughs> Think of everybody. a pond. And everybody, quiet down. Oh, oh you fucking. Um, <laughs> everybody, cross, cross your fucking legs. Yeah, yeah. Take a goddamn nap. No, All right, just it. just relax to the sound of me pacing back and forth for no reason. <laughs> just overthinking everything. Yeah. All right, you know what, guys? You made fun of your friend, and uh, shame for that, especially that shame. Shame. Uh, <laughs> but like <laughs> the meditation app. When I I've listened to those med- like I put on Headspace, and like my wife like sometimes give- she's like, "You need to meditate," you know. <laughs> you know, she's always like, "You got to meditate." She doesn't say that's not what she sounds like at all. Um, but my wife is like, "You should meditate. You'd really benefit." a lot from that. That's more what she sounds like <laughs> to be fair. Like a her. normal human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I have a sound clip for her. She was... I love myself. Okay, Jamie. Big Jamie ego there. Great. Big sounds ego. Great. But, um, but uh, actually, I have my response recorded. Which it's was, like, you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid. And, uh, you know, that's it. It's, it's, not, it's not working out well. It was not <laughs> nice for me. But my my point is I listen to those meditation apps sometimes I hear the people who do it and I'm like thank god about this guy you know what I mean like this is why my brain how my brain works like I should be like trying to focus and like get into it and I go this guy's a fucking loser <laughs> this guy's like you're in a pond like this is like oh my god this is what you do with your time you try to like calm people down I'm trying to get people revved up <laughs> when you listen to me honestly I've given this is a fact we've got the stats here I've given four people heart attacks while listening to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> and all uh, four of them have been me hey hey all right all right this podcast is off the rails but anyway that's it look this episode was made this match was booked so fun it was funny because rowan was they put the big rowan the, the big guy that travels with daniel bryan rowan mm-hmm. they put him under the the table but we've already established in canon that like those tables are like easy to flip so like they, they put him under one and it was like he's trapped but he's like but it, it was still it still worked for some reason uh, 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 and it was really really fun um, uh, but like let's get into it like what is Daniel Bryan's problem with Kofi Kingston like cause I look I don't think this, any of this matters it's totally fine I'm sold on all this but Daniel Bryan beat Kofi Kingston a, 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 a couple times like he could beat him so that's a really, in his mind, like kind of an easy opponent for him at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't he be worried that he knows he's going to have to defend it? But I guess in kayfabe, it's like, I don't want to have any match at WrestleMania. He's like, ah, if I don't wrestle Kobe, then I don't have to wrestle. So that's it. But, I don't have to, but doesn't, um, isn't that what you want to do? Go to WrestleMania. If you're and already wrestle? the champion, like you oh, just want to stay okay, champion. Okay, for sure, for sure. I you just want to rest K- on your laurels. Yeah, I guess so. In kayfabe, Daniel, uh, does he want like it? it, it he, you know, his beef with Kofi just seems a little like you know, but it's still it's still really fun. It's just it's been it's been kind of a waste of the Daniel Bryan game of mm-hmm. like I'm the planet's champion. Yeah, they haven't really like got that what going. What they need, they need like a um like a uh, an oil monster. Well, <laughs> <or> someone <laughs> for him. Daniel Plainview. (laughs) I'm an oil man. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, they've got to have him battle like um, uh, pollution or something. Well, he should battle Vince. (laughs) 
Vince McMahon makes like a ton of pollution. He donated to Donald Trump's campaign. His wife's Gross. in the presidential cabinet. Like this, the guy, he, he not only that, you want to go into kayfabe, like uh, into shoot actually. Uh, uh, you know what shoot means, right? Shoot means it's real. There's kayfabe and shoot. Kayfabe okay. like storyline. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Shoot is real, but like the shoot real thing is Daniel Bryan refused to go to Saudi Arabia. You know, he, he like pulled out of his match. He's like after the uh, the thing happened with uh, the Turkish. Uh, oh wow! Reporter, right? Yeah. They him. He's like, I'm not going there. Him and John Cena didn't go. So he's, you know what I mean. So Daniel Bryan has this. He's like a I, super liberal. I mean, I love him. Right, but he's a bad guy. Sure, he's a bad guy. Because the WWE universe loves. <laughs> they're a bunch of consumers. <laughs> they love hot dogs. They love the mass slaughter of cattle, and the, they love a nice melting glacier. <laughs> I mean, sure. Uh, oh, I have a question. Um, mm-hmm. I was thinking this as I was watching WrestleMania yeah. 25. Is there anyone, um, like, does do, the WWE ever try to, like, make someone a good guy and and no one cares? Everyone's oh. like, no, he's bad. Or they try to make someone a bad guy and everyone's like, no, we love this dude. Fuck yeah, you. yeah, it happens all the time. Uh, that's the beauty of what makes professional wrestling so good is mm-hmm. that the crowd, the WWE universe is an active participant in the show. And sometimes they have to change it, right? Yeah. Like, you could argue Ronda Rousey, they kind of wanted her to be this big baby face. And then now they kind of turned her heel because it was like, that's the way they felt it was going. Because yeah. she wasn't getting the fanfare that they wanted. Roman Reigns is the biggest example. Like They tried to make him the face of the Hogan of the company and he's getting <laughs> booed at WrestleMania main events. Like he's been, So it happens all the time. And then The Rock was a bad guy against Stone Cold, the WrestleMania yeah. 15 and 17. And The Rock was like the corporate's champion and he got booze but everybody loved the rock mm-hmm. he was the rock like he, you know so he was a heel but you know so they, they can't always control it daniel bryan was supposed to be even i would say this is arguably even more interesting aspect of wrestling is that daniel bryan wasn't even supposed to be in the main event of wrestlemania 30 and then he everyone cheered for him so much and they were taking they were like chanting for him during other matches that were leading to the actual title oh. shot that they put him in the match and he won great in storyline yeah. He did Occupy Raw, which was one of the coolest moments in wrestling ever, <laughs> where he literally like hung in the ring and they had a bunch of extras come in wearing his t-shirts and they would try to start matches and they would just like, you know, like, like they, could, they couldn't get it going. Security come down, like, there's too many of them. And then Triple H is like, fine, you got a match at WrestleMania. He's like, yeah! I love it. Oh, I love it <laughs> yeah! so much. Um, and yeah, that's when Daniel Bryan was the ultimate good guy, which is why Daniel Bryan is heel so surprising because he's sure. like the ultimate underdog babyface. Yeah. And then he married a Bella twin. And then like now he's like, now he's like Donnie Hollywood. So they had to like, yeah. you know what I mean? He's, uh, does that work for you, Donnie Hollywood? Uh, I mean, I don't know who that is, but I understand what you mean. That's me. <laughs> Donnie Hollywood is me. That's okay, got I, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was like, I don't know if that's an actual wrestler, but Donnie uh, Hollywood is me when I'm rock, like dressed like Hogan, you sure. know. Um, but <laughs> so uh, yeah, so here's the thing: talking about who will win at WrestleMania, Kofi Kingston has to win this belt for a lot of reasons, and 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 a major reason is the fact that WWE needs more diverse champions. That's just a fact. Yep. No, there's only been one black WWE champion ever, The Rock. And we talked about it last week when 
uh, and people have said in the Facebook page, some people think he identifies more Samoan, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I don't know. I don't even, I don't think I'm, I should speak to that. I don't even understand. Like, you know, I don't fully understand that. I understand the concept, but I don't know what's, what's what, but it doesn't matter. It's one black champion in the history of that belt. Yeah. And also how many other, uh, like how many Asian champions, how many, um, uh, non-heterosexual yeah. champions, how many, uh, Hispanic, cha- like <laughs> it, they're probably right. all white dudes. Um, right. And The Rock. Uh, oh, what was that? Na- um, when I was w- yeah. used to watch wrestling in high school, what was the name? Um, Rikishi. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He was like he, a big he, Asian dude. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Uh, he would sit Samoan. on people's faces. He's Samoan. Right. He's related to The Rock. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, in real life? Yeah, in real life, they're all kind of related, but then you find out that, like, they're not actually blood-related, but they all consider themselves a family. Like, right. it's kind of... Like, I I, I, like The Rock says he's related... Uh, Roman Reigns says he's related to the Usos, but I think he's not... The Rock, but they're not actually blood-related, but they're, like, families are so close, and they're, like, part of the Samoa... Sure. Anyway. I mean, yeah, it's Samoa... Uh, but, but yeah, like, that's the point, is that, like, you need... Uh, well, you have... <laughs> you have Yokozuna, who was the champion, who was uh, playing an Asian, but he's actually oh, Samoan. Oh, no! <laughs> playing Japanese but he looked like a sumo wrestler at the time so they booked him like that okay I'm not defending that I mean that stuff happened all the time the the simple point is this it's two it's two points one point is Kofi Kingston has earned this the year so many years like of being in the game and and he's it's he's over in a way that it's organic. It happened. He deserves it, and he's earned it, just like how the women have earned the right to, to main event WrestleMania. And when people earn things, and and they can represent more to people, you don't pass those opportunities by. Imagine they didn't have the women wrestle main event this year. The women are main eventing WrestleMania this year. They I fucking it, love it so which much. Is, it's crazy. And it, 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 it's crazy thing that it happened in a way where it was like, yeah, that's the biggest match. Yeah. It wasn't given to them it was completely earned Kofi Kingston has completely earned earned this and the other time is that we think back at that Booker T situation Booker T was didn't beat Triple H in that match uh I, WrestleMania, I don't know what year that was 2000 not 2009 2008 I don't know what year it was I'm not good with that but um and um it still looked upon as like a mistake so Kofi Kingston will win this title, and it's going to be great. It's completely earned, and the New Day have done championship caliber work. And after this, when Kofi's done, we should push push Big E. The guy is heavyweight championship material. But who wins a mania? I think it has to be Kofi. It's kind of a bummer only because I feel like this Daniel Bryan reign is not over to me. uh, Because like I I don't think we've fully explored the idea of that game of the planet's champion. He's, I think that he was supposed to go against Kevin Owens who's con- who's a chubby guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and I think it was supposed to be like, you're a consumer and I think that was the storyline that, that Vince really was envisioning. And then this Kofi thing happened and they ran with it. So, um, I, I think we find a way to work Kevin Owens into it after and, uh, I think that, I don't think they have a really choice. After thinking about it for way too long, Kofi's got to win. Okay. I hope, um, uh, sorry to interrupt, but here's what I hope happens. Um, that uh, Danny O'Brien and Kofi yeah. Kingston go and they yeah. fight. They have a great, yeah. super well choreographed fight. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. talk about choreography yeah, all the time. Absolutely, it's choreographed. Um, yeah, yeah. They do a couple, throw a couple Fosse, little yeah, Fosse you know, in there. Get some hats in there, have them spinning <laughs> yeah, yeah, around yeah. chairs. Yeah. Um, and then at the very end, 
Um, they become best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. And you know what? I've been I've been workshopping a a, a joke uh, that is like kind of that premise, which is like kind of the premise of of like if. Like if I think about like if my wife was a pro wrestler, how would it go? Like when she has a conflict with her friends, she like goes to her therapist, talks it out, and then they like have a you know they're at brunch the next day. Yeah, it wouldn't like that's why when people are not that into women's wrestling for a long time because. We this kind of fickle combat is beneath women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I um I do like a rap battle show once in yeah, a while. Yeah. Um, uh, with uh, Asian AF puts it on and um uh, at UCB it's a comedy rap battle show because I'm not plugs really at the end please plugs at the end. <laughs> I'm not really a rapper, but um uh but when you when I do like the rap battle part I can't yeah. be mean. It's like I'm yeah, up there yeah, with yeah. someone and I'm like, you are so fucking cool. I want to <laughs> take you to the pool. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not like, yeah, the whole roast culture. I'm not that yeah. into it. No, I, nice. I, 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 it gives me a lot of anxiety. Like if I was asked to do that stuff, because it's like I, I don't get I don't get off on being mean to people no, no, like no, no. at all. I mean, like, I'll roast you as a meditation guy. Yeah, that's yeah, fun. Absolutely. But you yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> but these people are literally like going for the like jugular and we're all laughing it off. But like when you go home, it's like, does that really fucking feel good? Like no. I, I just it's not my vibe. Huh. You know? I I'm I'm uh yeah, listen. <sighs> I'm uh I gotta tell you. You are one weird dude. Okay, all right. I'm getting judged by the soundboard a little too much for my liking. But uh uh, uh, fuck! You said a point that I would, oh, oh, like, like wrestling involves like guys fighting for like no reason, like literally, like sure, these like it's like two dudes like bump shoulders and then it's like you know what? I'll see you at the pay per view. <laughs> it's hard to believe that or women less. women would do that for <laughs> much less. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the- like, um, oh God, I'm trying to think of the the least reason that someone would have a a, a rivalry in wrestling, and it's it's dumb. Yeah, it'll just be like someone shows up and they're like, who are you? Yeah. For no reason. Just to be like, you're another human. And I don't like you. I actually think that like if we get into the nuances, of, because you, there are differences between men and women. Fact. Okay. <laughs> These are facts. Sarah, you said something about being a woke woman. Would you say that is a fact? Yeah. I love <laughs> okay. myself. Okay. Okay. That's it's a true. fact, and there are differences between the man-man relationship in combat and in in friendship, and mm-hmm. there are differences between the woman-women friendship and the nuances of that in terms of good writing and women. So they do have to find a way for women to have conflict in a more realistic way in wrestling to get it over, yeah. as opposed to women pretending to be men. Truly, and, uh, and it, tra- it also goes into comedy too, right? Like mm-hmm. sometimes when people like a, a, a female stand up, and then the argument, like some, I hear people be like, "Yeah, because they're pretending to be a guy." Or something, you know what I mean? They're yeah, like, oh, their their thing is like they're 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 bringing off like male energy, and you're like, no, we need to have comics who also are able to be themselves and not fit into that mold. Anyway, yeah. that's more of like a um, um, I mean, that's a big tangent, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. I mean, the whole thing is like a multifaceted thing because it also is like, sure, um, uh, men and women are different, but right. also like um, within the uh, this is how men act, and not all men right. act in this aggressive way, and uh, not all women right. act in this way. You know, there's there's shades of it. Um, there's, uh, I would yeah, say there's saying, 50 shades. I would say there's it. 50 shades of <laughs> gray. Gray. Uh, of, of gray. Of, um, oh, I didn't have anything. <laughs> I, I thought, like, I was like, this is going to be funny. And I, you know, sometimes you don't have it. Okay? I mean, I knew where it was going. 
What? Fifty Shades of Bray. Wyatt. Okay. Fifty Shades of Bray. Um, but okay, so. But but there is yeah there is something. But I'm saying they haven't. I I I, I bet there's a bit. Have they found like if you think about the times you fought with your female friends? I look at my relationship. My wife has. My, I see my wife when if she's a conflict with her friends. Like they need to have something that's like that. And obviously we're all the same in the fact that like they all result in a wrestling match. Sure. But I think there could be more <laughs> things instead of just like. I, I don't know. I, I would think I would think about this more if I was writing for WWE. How do we yeah. do something that's authentic? And the reason it matters is because authenticity is what trick is what works. So if you can make something that's like, oh, I've had that. Oh, I've had that before. And I'm sure WWE has nailed this in the past. This is something I'll look into. Mm-hmm. Um, never. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the next topic, okay? I thought that Seth Rollins cut a really great promo on Raw. Not groundbreaking, not not like, you know, it didn't get me like any really more. No, I got hyped, but I was already into this match enough. It didn't take it to the next level, but it was a really well written promo by For Heyman and Rollins and it was executed really great. The performances were great. Like they brought in the thoughts and prayers thing, which I thought was really nice. It's like, hey, Rollins, you're out here like asking for thoughts and prayers going into this match, and I thought that that was, I thought that was really like interesting. It was like, oh, that's that is a good way to like, uh, 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 uh give it like if you had to like label what it is on there. And then Rollins came back and was like, I'm not asking for thoughts and prayers. I'm answering them. <laughs> And I was like, yo, I love that. I just thought it was like, it was just good writing. It's good writing. I would like to know who wrote it. I was like, it looked, it was just so rarely do we get a nice, great, like, sensical, like a script. I'm like, I saw the script. It was executed perfectly. It got the people hyped. It was just a serviceable segment, but it was just, it was like, uh, hey, two great performers doing a nice, great job. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, so, um... I don't really have much to say about the Triple H thing. Um, uh, Triple H came out and he was, the career's on the line for Batista. I thought, you know, Triple H, he's really great on the microphone. Uh, he's really, it's like he was very loose in a way. Like it felt kind of like jokey. Like he couldn't get the thing out of his pocket. It was like, and he had like all these Batista demands, but it didn't, like, I needed to see Batista. I, I would like to see these guys. I don't think they're only going to touch at Mania. You know, they're going that angle, but I could use to see these guys like throwing hands at each other and see that they like, like, I would like to have the feeling of, oh, they still got it. You know, I think that would be cool. These are two 50 year old men. I'd like yeah. to be like, wow. You know what I want? Um, what? I want Batista wrestling as Drax. Um, in <laughs> full makeup with that full oh my god yeah I forgot what that stuff's called but the, I was I was getting my makeup done one time like mm-hmm. I had like uh, like prosthetic stuff like you know on the, my face yeah and and I was like you guys know Drax like what <laughs> what's the Drax stuff and they're like yeah they were all like that's like parchment paper or whatever the fuck it is <laughs> like they knew exactly what it was like that's a like like a Studebaker paper or whatever it was something paper I love it and they gotta like glue it to him I want him dressed as yeah as Drax as a guardian yeah. Yeah, and then so Triple H has got to like be some other kind of alien. That'd be fun. Yo, Tri- Batista is such a funny actor. I, I uh, um, oh god, he's so good he, in it. Yeah, I was watching, um, rewatching, uh, what's it called, Infinity War. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Have you heard of that? I've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on Netflix. And yeah. um, and uh, uh, he has that one scene where like, I, who's making out? Is it like Chris Pratt and like? 
the, the um, whatever Zoe. Yeah. Whatever. But he's literally just standing there like, but you silently and they're making out and he's like, how long were you there? And he's like, for a long time. <laughs> yeah. like, and he's just like, I have I can make myself like completely invisible. Yeah. You know, he, he's eating Cheetos or something. And you're like, well, it's like, so funny. You're not invisible. He's yeah. like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. It's so it's, funny. Yeah. <laughs> he, cause, and by the way, that Drax character works in the way we, we can bring this to wrestling. It's like, it's very simple game. Yeah. Right. Like he's just a guy who's like yeah. super genuine. Um, uh, cannot lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's, he's just like super matter of fact, uh-huh. like, m- like muscle or whatever, or like yeah. whatever the fuck It's like, I'm, I'm here for revenge. He has a classic, uh, he's like, has that like noir, like, or whatever the fuck like that, like superhero thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I'm here for re- that. And he just, he's like the mission. He has like, he's almost like, reminds me of like my dog or like my dog's like, here's what I'm doing. Like, no matter what you say, <laughs> this is what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And he's like, always looks serious. Uh-huh. My do- like, even when like all joking, he looks and he's just dead serious. And you're like, yeah, it's so, it's good. It's great. And Batista pulls it off. He's really good. So I'd like to see uh, more of them. Anyway, I, yeah, I thought that was cool. Triple H is obviously great in the mic. It's always like funny when he's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, it's leather jacket him. But I feel like when he puts on the leather jacket, the jokiness is a little jarring. Because I feel like he, when he's, when he's wearing that, it's like, oh, this is like the game is here. And like, he's not fucking around. But it's a career on the line match. And that answers why the angle thing wasn't a career match. Great. All right. Anyway, then they announced a couple of other matches on the show. It was like, well, you know what? Let's talk about this angle, Kurt Angle farewell tour. The main thing is like, this is pretty fun. Uh, he wrestled Joe. It's cool to see Kurt Angle wrestle Joe in, in in a WWE ring, and he beat Joe. That was fun. Joe cut a great promo before that. He's really great on the microphone. We always say it. And then he wrestled Orton in it, and uh, AJ Styles and Orton interrupted. But the question is, will he wrestle Baron Corbin at WrestleMania, or is that match kind of like a swerve? Because they never, they keep being like the audience, the crowd doesn't like that this match is happening. And uh, the question is, will he wrestle John Cena? That is the question. And I think actually this goes, we should play, uh, I should play this cash in now. Because our very own Skylar Aston had dinner with John Cena. Yes, I saw. <laughs> he had Wild. dinner with John Cena, and uh, he sent us a cash in about his dinner with John Cena. So maybe this will give us some info about uh, what scene is up to at WrestleMania, if anything. What up, Jabroniacs? It's Pitch Mr. Perfect, Skylar Aston. I am dropping a little cash in to uh, talk about my amazing dinner with John Cena and Keegan-Michael Key. Uh, but, but more specifically, hanging with John Cena, uh, everyone else at the table is my sister, Keegan, uh, John, and myself. And uh, I think that John and I just dominated the entire thing just talking about wrestling. The second I mentioned the logo for WrestleMania, I dropped a couple things. He's like, oh, you clearly know your shit. Well, here's what I'd like to do. It's so John Cena of him. You know, people think there are a lot of secrets in the wrestling business, but the truth is nobody asks. And I don't know if that's a line he gives to all the marks that he actually gets to drink wine with until three in the morning. But uh, it was an unbelievable fan experience. Also, it was a very real experience, really cool guy. Uh, and, uh, yeah, told me some crazy shit that we should honestly kind of cover on a special podcast. Um, but, but anyway, like paramount of importance is what, what really truly inspired me as a human from John Cena is, is that everything he stands for and every way he represents the company, 
uh, is really authentic. Like he he truly loves Vince McMahon. Shoot, like he he thinks the Mount Rushmore is Vince himself. Well, he didn't say himself. Um, Stone Cold, Hulk, and he's like, and you could fill in the blank for who I think should be on the fourth. And it it all had to do with money and metrics, and is kind of insane. I mean, uh, it was like a different topic that's been discussed on our our uh, cal bonuseps anyway i'm rambling here but the whole the whole point of me actually leaving this message is that when i was when i was dining with mr mr john cena i was realizing that like everything he does and everything he stands for is truly authentic um justice you know the hustle loyalty respect but really like truth and fairness and and it makes me realize we talked about why he's never turned heel and 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 he really does believe in like cheering for the baby faces and he really believes he is one and i gotta say it oddly made me think about damn and the cow universe it made me think about cow mania and more specifically the main event i just started to think you know how could i uh take what i've learned from john and represent you know uh, the jabroniacs in the best way and i thought if you, it would be cool with you guys i mean you could discuss i would like to be the special guest referee at cow mania for adam letterman versus dan black i think i would do a wonderful job i'd call it down the middle uh i would keep everybody safe and i know adam's been the one that's been taking cheap shots so i obviously have to keep him in line but that goes for you too dan i mean you know, if you pull anything, brass knocks, anything against the rules, uh, you, you don't want to cross me, especially after I'm fired up about that amazing dinner, about all the justice, about fairness, about taking this shit seriously. And whatever's going down on that stage in that ring at the Improv Asylum, you know, uh, at Calmania, I want to be a part of it. I want to make sure it all goes down right because you deserve that belt. Or if he beats you and is the better man, truthfully, well, then he deserves that belt and he deserves to retain. So I know I'm rambling. I want to say cheers up. I want to say I fucking love you guys. Honestly, I can't wait for Calmania. I can't wait for WrestleMania week. So pumped that it all worked out timing wise. And uh, look, I'll be a fan in the audience. I'll be chilling. Maybe I'll make a special guest appearance if you want me to announce. But truthfully, I like to ref. So let's make it happen. Let's see what the uh, we could open it up to the Facebook page. But uh, you let me know. I'll be listening. Uh, I'll be listening the second the pod drops uh anyway already said it but cheers the motherfucking up wow cheers up cheers the motherfucking up that is quite a development you know i'm sitting here and thinking about what happened last week and thinking about all the actions and all the shenanigans that adam letterman has been pulling over the past six months or so and newman's not even here and we do need someone who's going to call it straight down the middle. Now, we haven't talked about referee, and um, Skyler, I mean, he is a fair guy. He's one of the fairest guys that I know. Like, so I think. Yeah, I actually can attest to his character. I, I bumped into him once at uh, Mohawk Bend, Silver cool. Lake, trying, oh, yeah. to look, trying to do a little spot for some libations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is it a, a buffalo cauliflower? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, that was one of my Your few veg? vegetarian options that I had to order. Yeah. Uh, I bumped into him there. We chatted at the bar for a bit. He told me this little anecdote about how he just came from uh, this audition process that he was in, and they offered him this role for uh, some, I don't know what show it was, uh, something on some network or whatever. But uh, he turned down the offer, and he told the executives in casting, he was like, I actually want to audition. I want to be part of the audition process. I want to go through it like everyone else. So he's, if anyone's by the numbers, based on that anecdote alone, I was like, wow, "Wow, Skylar, uh, that's, I mean, that's very admirable of you, dude. Wow. 
Uh, I, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. I would have taken the role. That is true. Uh, I don't like auditioning, but he's just by the numbers, wanted to be he's down to earth. He wanted to do it the old-fashioned way. So if anyone's going to call it right down the middle, buddy, there's your ref right there. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a great story. And I think about it, I played actually played recently. That's I played Mafia with Skyler, and he was a big stickler for the rules. He was oh, getting really? he was getting into fights with his friends. It was kind of like a, you know ca- you're in a casual environment. I was sure. at his house. There's probably like 15 people there. Mm-hmm. We're trying to have a game. A lot of people are trying to enjoy it, and uh, some people were kind of playing loose with it, and. Uh, and uh, even the people, the the watchers on, yeah. like the people watching, were reacting to uh, when when heads are down. And he was like, "Very, hey, don't do that. Like you're ruining the game." He said look- right to someone's face. It kind of humiliated them, honestly, wow. in front of the room. He was like, wow. he was like, "You're ruining the game." Yeah. And it kept everybody in line. And to be honest, it was one of the best nights of gaming I ever had. And that all came from, honestly, like the core strength of him as the enforcer there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he actually is a really good pick. I say, look, I say as, you know, the the creator of this cow community, I get to choose this and, uh, yeah, let's make Skylar Manson the special guest referee at Calmania. I think it's a wonderful decision. Because I want to win this fair and square and I believe he will not give me that kind of special treatment. Sarah, how does that sound to you? I think it sounds great. Yeah. Um, he's got the knowledge He's got the passion and truly that message, uh, how he was inspired by Cena and you could feel it. And he, um, yeah, I, I think it's a great choice. Yeah. I mean, getting Cena, having Cena in your ear, who's mm. one of the, I mean, the fairest, one, arguably the fairest wrestler of all time, yeah. never had a Hollywood Hogan here to heel turn where he took the road of Hogan, even though he's a Hogan like character. Yeah. No, he's Mr. Ho- Hustle, loyalty, respect. He's all about earning it. And I think that with that kind of influence and he probably still has Cena's ear coming into it. Let's make Skylar Aston official. As the special guest referee, we want to hear from you guys. I'm pretty sure you're going to be excited about this. So, hey, uh, Anosh, we got to change the flyer. Let's get, let's throw, yeah, throw, throw the stripes on, stripes on uh, Skylar Aston. This is pretty fucking yeah. exciting. He's also a little bit of ring eye candy, too. Absolutely. Strutting across with those numbers. He, he will be the hottest guy yeah. in the ring. That, yeah. is, that we can say. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, speaking of uh, hot guys, uh, God. <laughs> that could be that could segue into all three <laughs> topics I have in ahead of me. These all everything I got ahead of me, they all involve hot guys. Well, let's just talk about all the new matches at WrestleMania. They announced Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley, two very hot guys, in my opinion. Oh yeah. I, I would say Bobby Lashley is more of a what I think women want, but they don't want like a complete jacked monster. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Like to no. me, I'm like all women want this, but they except don't. he's like a weird dude. That's <laughs> yeah. even worse if like a Good is like super jacked yeah, yeah. and aesthetically what women want, but you talk to him and he's like a vacant oh, monster. Yeah, look at Bobby Lashley yeah, and then right away say, I'd fuck up more. Not interested. Um, <laughs> not interested. He's <laughs> handsome. He's handsome, but he's just, he looks like he's made of bricks. Yeah, he's um, what I think women want. Like, no, he's no, like, no. <laughs> Finn, Finn Balor? Finn yeah, Balor? Yeah, yeah, Finn is also now, a that you know, is. I uh, would bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not fuck. You would bang. Um, it would be. You would make love to Finn Balor. Honestly, uh, I think we. I've. Um, if Finn's listening, and I know he is. Uh, yeah. Give me a call. 
Yeah, <laughs> fan, handsome. Absolutely, and also fan. Uh, make sure to rate and subscribe. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're definitely going to get Demon Finn in that match. Um, and we set up Roman uh, Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is another example. Look him up. Drew McIntyre, another example of a guy who I think all women want to fuck, and I've had kind of the kind of guy who scares women to death. Um, <laughs> Why do you think that, that this is who women want to fuck? Because, because you clearly want to fuck these yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the guys I would fuck. Okay. Um, it, uh, 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 if I were to partake, but you don't uh, care but, about his personality. I like his personality. He's all about hard work. Uh, I like his thing. He's there he's to fight like, complacency. He's got his hair in his face, <laughs> and he's so just like facial. <laughs> I mean, uh, all these guys are hot for yeah. sure. And yeah. uh, um, is he your type? <laughs> think about. It. I know your boyfriend. <laughs> your boyfriend could not be more opposite than <laughs> Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Drew McIntyre could eat your boyfriend in literally one bite. <laughs> That's true. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> And I love them both equally. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but your, I will say, your boyfriend does have uh, a pro wrestling name, I would say. He could be, I think that could work. Oh, yeah? Clay, Clay Larson. Clay Larson, yeah. He could already be in there. Oh, for sure. Finn Ballard. It's uh, the tag team of coming to the, coming to the ring, Finn Ballard and Clay Larson. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, or an American Idol name, one of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. I'm uh, very yeah. into that match. Yeah, <laughs> his name is actually Clay Aiken Larson. Yeah. <laughs> sure everyone knows. Um, the they announced the women's four way tag match, which would be the Iconics, Natty and Beth Phoenix, Sasha and Bailey versus Tamina and Nia. I don't care about this match at all. I'm sorry to say. Uh, I hope the Iconics win. Uh, they're my they're the only team there that's an actual tag team, but Sasha and Bailey. Will retain, um, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think Bobby Lashley is a bummer. He's such a turd on the mic because Bobby Lashley has that flip spear, which is one of my favorite fucking moves. He's, I don't know how he does it. He guy weighs 300 pounds, he spears you and he flips. It's amazing. I love that. Anyway. Nitpicky thing about Drew. I think hopefully if they go with the demon angle, I think it just should not be a squash. Let's see the demon be pushed to the brink. Uh, but the demon should still turn it out. But uh, no. But to be honest, they're always looking for squash matches for the card to make it shorter. So that's probably what that'll be. Um, I also I would love to see a four everyone demon. I want Finn Balor does this thing where he comes out as the demon. If I describe it, it's a lot of face paint and uh, a Rasta wig of belts. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, okay. but last year he came out in with a bunch of diverse people, and it said Finn Balor's for everyone, and his shirt had rainbow print, uh -huh. and it was like. He's pro gay. Yeah, which, you talked about that on uh, on my podcast. Yeah, I did. Everything is rent. Everything is rent. <laughs> um, it's a podcast only about the musical rent. Check it out. Rent, uh, rent, rate, and subscribe. <laughs> rent, rate, and subscribe. And uh, uh, but I would say that it's funny in wrestling that it's a if you are pro gay rights or that is a gimmick. <laughs> that's in wrestling. That's a that's a that's unusual enough to be your angle. Yeah. Um, what is it anyway? Uh, <laughs> but it's, but uh, truly, like you mentioned that, and then I looked up the shirt and I was like, um, I don't know this person, but do I have to get this shirt? It's great. I have it, and I bought it when they were donating uh, part of the proceeds to Glad. I love it. Uh, about uh, about three percent of of uh, but anyway. 
nitpicky thing about Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns feud. What do you have a problem with Reigns? Because Roman Reigns, uh, McIntyre's whole thing is like he loves guys who are not complacent and work hard. And um, Roman Reigns just like beat cancer and came back in five months. Uh, when you just be like, I got a lot of respect for you, but that's nitpicky. He still got to beat Roman because that ups his profile. So, uh, and I like him being like, don't, just say no. And um, yeah, I think it, uh, I love Drew McIntyre. I, I love the only way to make Drew McIntyre better is just give him bigger matches. It's just time, just just push him, get the writing a little more nuanced. And he's obviously gonna lose to Reigns and take a big step back. Rain, Roman Reigns can't wing. He can't lose his big like. Post leukemia comeback at WrestleMania. There's just no chance that's happening. No. He's wearing his shirt with the leukemia ribbon on it. He's not losing at WrestleMania in front of a bunch of kids. Yeah. So Drew McIntyre is being fed to Roman Reigns, which is kind of a bummer. But at least he's beating the shit out of Dean Ambrose, who's clearly leaving and don't let the door hit you on the way out. Not a fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Two more things I want to talk about, and then we'll get out of here. And uh, you can listen to the bonus episode where we're talking about WrestleMania 25. You got to check it out. Gabba, gabba, wee. All right. So this SNL, Colin Jost, Michael Che thing, they have been officially announced that they will be in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal because Braun Strowman invited them. And I got to say, this happened every time I see Colin Jost and Michael Che. Well, by the way, I know Michael Che a little bit, and I know he's a real wrestling mark. Uh, he's a for real lifelong mark. I have a uh, mutual friends with him or like go with him to the shows. So he's for real. And Colin Jost doesn't like wrestling at all. And they're playing <laughs> into that perfectly. That's the dynamic they have there where it's like Colin Jost keeps making amateur wrestling mistakes, which is what every celebrity host of everything that does on wrestling, they all come on as like be like Jeremy Piven or like the Entourage guys or anyone from Entourage <laughs> is allowed. Uh, they come on and they say something, they say something it's off game. It's like, it, it, like when, uh, like when, <laughs> in the fighting with my family, when Vince Vaughn says, uh, "This is the NXT," and you're like, "Oh, clearly you don't know this. You're yeah. just acting." They do that. They say something. It's like you don't get this, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 and by the way, I have sympathy for that because it's like it's the equivalent of like uh, uh, it's the equivalent of like putting like. Uh, Putting like someone who's never seen uh, uh, Game of Thrones in, in Game of Thrones. Sure, you know what I mean. Yeah, You're like, you put me in the ring and right. I'd be a full idiot. <laughs> right, right. Like it's such a specific universe. Yeah, you they can't catch you up on it. <laughs> they can't catch you up on it like two hours before show when you show up. Yeah. So and you're there just to promote a movie. So do you even care? But these two guys, because Che is a Mark, the writing on this is fucking funny. It's good. Now, is this the way I would like to use Braun Strowman at WrestleMania? Absolutely not. It's like crazy to me. Why not put him in that match with McIntyre and Reigns? Why not make that a three way or something? Or find a way to get Strowman in a match. He's Braun Strowman. He's he's so fucking jacked right now. The guy looks like a million bucks. You want to fuck <laughs> Braun Strowman? You want to look at Braun Strowman? I'll look at Braun Strowman. Right. Strowman. This guy, I'm positive that you're not interested in. Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this guy, and and uh, this is yeah yeah yeah. But he's <laughs> he's he, but he is he looks awesome. Um, oh, uh, not for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'll, not sure who that's for, but uh, 
I mean, uh, not to say he's unattractive, but no, it's he's, not that he's unattractive. Uh, he's just like a behemoth. I mean, I don't, I don't like um, uh, most wrestling dudes just because they all look like truly they're made of like, yeah, they're like <laughs> seven hundred pounds of muscle, and that's we, great. They look attractive, yeah. but they're not. I don't, um, I don't want to smooch that dude. Do you remember we were at the gym yesterday and I was talking about our mutual <laughs> friend Dan's? So I was like, look how big he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truly, um, I, I think like, you have a crush on Dan. I was he's such a big guy, <laughs> and you were, and you and Beth were both looking. I go to the gym with Beth and Sarah, uh, uh, and we go every morning to the gym. And we do? Uh, and uh, and <laughs> honestly, I, th- I think you keep having me on this podcast just yeah. to confirm to everyone. Yes, <laughs> I go to the Dan gym. works out a bunch, and yeah. he's um, he's swole as hell. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, and uh, <laughs> and like both of you guys were like, "Why are you talking about him? Like, why? Like he's." Not in the conversation. It's weird. It's like a little. It's like weirdly like catty or whatever the yeah. fuck. Like he, he it's wasn't. Like, he was like he, across the room, and you were just talking, just standing, just being <laughs> like there, being present. He's very tall. I feel like whenever someone he's not just tall though. Like people are tall. Sure. He's also like wide. He like could. He's like Randy Orton esque. Like yeah. he he could easily be a professional wrestler. Yeah. Like, like he passes, checks all the boxes and <laughs> yeah. you're like, cause like when I see, I'm like, yeah, Oh, if really I was strong. this size, I'd already be uh, the champion in my, mm-hmm. in my head, <laughs> in my head, <laughs> in my head. I'm like, I'm like, what a waste. Like people don't want to be wrestlers. Like in my head, I'm like, what's he doing here with me? He could be in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you man. gotta recruit him. Yeah, I did. I Bring did. I did. Is it weird when I talk if I, it, was that weird? No, when you I, talk about that all the time. <laughs> Beth was like, "What do you?" Beth was basically like, "That's like a little gay of you." And I was like, "I don't know." You're like, "Yeah, yeah." It you might talk be. about hot wrestling, yeah. hot dudes, hot wrestling in regards to like wrestling stuff all the time. But it's not sexual at all. So I try sure. to explain it to you. It's like not. It's what it is. It'd is be like, okay if I it was. Can, it, but, no, it'd be totally okay if it was, and maybe but, subconsciously it is. But it's more like. But be, I think because you watch yeah. wrestling so often, yeah, 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 yeah. you're used to like what it a, changes my brain. Yeah, it changes your brain. You're yeah. um, you're constantly you're constantly looking at like buff dudes, buff fit dudes right. who are um, uh, just at, at the peak of their physical game and you when you see someone who's like that outside of the ring you're like but they they must put their bodies in the ring yeah, he's, a, he's a narrow-minded objectifier of men that's <laughs> what, the, what you're saying yeah absolutely i love myself actually here's one of my famous quotes guys let's let's put this in perspective these are huge men. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> uh, This is the only podcast that has that uh, audio, uh, that isolated audio. It's like was such a blow over line. Yeah. That I, I was like, guys, I need to rewind that. This is the SummerSlam main event, but I think we need to rewind. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, it is a thing. I I always try to explain to people. I can't believe that I'm also a man when I look at some men. Like, how am I classified as man <laughs> when that is also man? And then the other part of it is that it's kind of like this thing where sometimes I'm like, oh, we look at these wrestlers and we're talking about their, like Finn Balor's like got all the tools. But when it comes down to it, I watched him 10th row wrestling Brock Lesnar and you're like, guy, you're 5'8", man. Like Brock Lesnar is weighs 300 pounds. Like, it's like, sorry, you could be as over as you want, but like, this is a tough sell and you're going to get pinned. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, we can't have you beating Brock Lesnar. It just... 
it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And like if you if it happens, it has to be a big miracle. It truly has to be like a um uh uh David and Goliath right. sort of like you gotta like outsmart him. It can't just be <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna tackle you and pin you. It's like that's and that's that the story they, went, they go for. They always go David and Goliath, but you can't have a you can't have multiple Davids. Sure. You know what I mean? There's yeah. all, you know, but you gotta like but you can yeah. have tons you of Goliaths. Trixie Trixie. Yeah, and, and I'm saying is that so when I look at that guy in the gym, I'm like this guy could beat Brock Lesnar. <laughs> That's what my brain is doing. It's literally like, we need, Trey, we, need, we need someone who can beat, believably beat Brock Lesnar. <laughs> we oh. need someone. Excuse and that me, guy sir. is in our gym in Toluca Lake. <laughs> Absolutely, Toluca Lake. The toughest part of Los Angeles. Toluca. Oh, man. Anyway, oh, man, Newman would have been laughing at that. That's kind of his kind of joke. But All right, but anyway, so. Uh, I, I called him. Yeah. And? and? Uh, nothing. I didn't want to. You're, are you concerned? I am I, now. I'm a little concerned because I, you remember what I happened last week, yeah. dude. Like I, I'm trying I to. I'm not getting. I'm not letting Letterman get in my head. But where is Newman? I, it's yeah. been He's a couple hours to be on now. The show. It's starting. To, I'm starting to feel it a little too. I get it. Yeah, yeah. He didn't answer. Called him a couple times. Maybe right, he well. went to a movie and he forgot or something. Yeah. I don't his know. His phone's That's not on. His it's not off. That's a good sign. Okay. He's in Disneyland. <sighs> All right. Well, whatever. Look. Anyway, let's talk about. Um, well, uh, oh, oh, <laughs> so, oh, so let's just, the Strowman SNL thing, I just really thing. this was just fun, I thought this was really funny, like, he's like, I'm not gonna, I'm, I made a mistake wearing the Yank, the, the Philly hat, uh, uh, the, the Mets hat in Philly, that was so stupid, I won't make that mistake again, but then they were in Boston and he put on a Yankees hat this time, <laughs> you're like, that was funny, he was like, yo, Braun Strowman, I'm sorry, like, He's like, listen, I know you're a big guy. You're like 5'10", what do we weigh, like 130 pounds or whatever. You're like, you know what I mean? He was like, but it, all the stuff he was saying was almost like he's accidentally being yeah. really cutting. And he was like, oh, Boston, yeah, I was here for a couple of years when I went to Harvard and then I left. Like, it was like, but it was true, but it was good. It was all, it was good. It's not how I want Braun Strowman to use, but it was, it was funny in those guys. That's why these guys write for SNL. Like, it was like, that was a success. I was actually laughing. So, um... Uh, I think that was cool. I was also laughing at Elias in New York segments. I thought it was funny. He's like in New York and he's like getting getting robbed and outstaged by other buskers. I thought that was funny. Um, uh, and, and he'll be the special guest performer. I thought that was um, I thought that was pretty fun. Um, anyway, so uh, I gotta go put money in my meter. Uh, okay. Back. All right. <laughs> Class bull stepping out. Uh, well, I'll talk about one last thing and then we'll just. Uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, with Shane, I, I'm just not into Shane. That's just the bottom line. I don't. I, I'm just. I used to love him. It's kind of nuts. But uh, yeah, I, I I feel like his performance is completely lacking. It's almost like he has. Shane has a thing where like he used to. It's like he has like his soul sucked out of him. Hey, right. Dan, like it's, hey, he's still. Dan, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. Uh, Letterman's paralegals here from. Oh, he's here remember, now? Yeah, remember he said he's coming? All right, bring him in. Yeah, okay, hold on. Bring him in. Thanks. Thank you very much. Hey. Just have a seat yeah. right there. Yeah, all right, thank you. Hey. Yeah, hi. Dan, how are you? <clears throat> I'm, I'm well. I'm well. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. A little bit tired, uh, a little bit homesick, to say the least, so. <laughs> yeah, okay. What's what's your name? You have a name? My name, Eddie Bonifazi. Okay, Eddie. Okay. Eddie, I'm Dan Black. Dan, nice to uh, nice to meet you. I'm uh, I'm here on uh, behalf of Adam Letterman, yeah. so here to sign the contract. If we can. Yeah, I know you've been working with my lawyer Ted Kozak, right? Yeah, yeah. To get yeah. this lawyer, no, yeah. so, so the contract's good. That's it. This is it right here. Okay, so uh, 
if you All can right. sign it so I can get out of here, I'd really, really appreciate that, okay? <laughs> Do you not be in such a rush. Are you, are you, yeah. come on. are you kidding? I've been here already two days, okay? I've been in this fucking east side. Excuse me. Excuse me to everybody who's from the east side. Uh, it's making me sick. You don't like okay? No, no, you don't I don't like, the like east it. side of LA? No, no, I don't like LA at all, okay? The other day I went to a restaurant, ordered food. Guess what the waiter asked me? If I wanted to read a screenplay. You know what I did? I threw up and I ran out immediately. Okay, okay? it's right. disgusting. Because yeah. people, people are creatives here. Oh, it's like you, all you, all you lawyers, you don't, you don't even, uh, you can't handle people of dreams or oh, no, no. passions or creative no, vision. No, no, no. We lawyers can handle anybody. Okay, that's not the problem. Yeah. Okay. That's, you know what? Listen, that's fine. I'll sign the contract. Good, I got please. one question for you before I sign the contract, and fine. then you can fly off to Hoboken. All right. Go ahead. Where's Alex Newman? I don't know who Alex Newman is. Okay. I don't know who the fuck you're looking. You know who Alex Newman is? Alex Newman, the co-host of the podcast. Alex Newman. Oh my God! You're talking about the son of a bitch who my boss threw off a cliff. Is that who you're talking about? That's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh my about. God! Yeah. No, are you like, know. Are maybe smiling about maybe that. Maybe he's at the bottom of the cliff. Hey, hey, it's kind of funny. Is that the bottom of the cliff? I don't know. Listen, I don't where, know all I need to know, all I need to know is where is Alex Newman? He's supposed to be here recording the podcast right now. Where is Alex Newman? You know, let him in. Knows where is he? I don't know. I'm not a private eye. Okay, I'm not Columbo. But okay. actually, Columbo wasn't a private eye either. He was a detective, okay? I'm not a detective. How the fuck would I know where your guy is? Just He's your co-host. I'll sign the contract. You just tell me where Alex Newman is. I don't know where Alex Newman is. Well, sign this contract because I got to go back home, okay? I have a cat who I forgot to put water for. Okay. Yeah, you know, look, tell me. Just tell me. Listen. Calm down. Breathe. And think about this. <laughs> You're the one that's got to breathe, pal. You're the second. one that's having a tough sling, time here. Sling one more insult at me. Sling one more insult at me. Where is Alex Newman? I don't know where Alex Newman is, but I can tell you where you are, okay? Up my ass right now, okay. and I don't appreciate you know it, pal. I'll come, okay? I'll come sign your contract. I'll okay, great. Sign, you know, thank you. Find it so I can get the yeah, hell out absolutely. of here. Jesus Christ. Whoa, whoa. No, no. Whoa. Hey, Dad, 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 stop. Oh. Hey, come oh. here. Come on, Dad, take it easy. My studio. Where's Alex Newman? too okay and we're gonna start doing things on my terms all right this is our podcast our community and you don't dictate it so how about this i'm not gonna sign your contract here how about we have ourselves a contract signing april 5th in new york city right before nxt cheers up gabba gabba fucking week Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.